This is the glorious charge of the peasant rabble. It was Sunday morning at the 18th Australia War when Calentier mustered for the final battle. We marched to the field in splendid array. Just two days earlier, we had numbered over 90 strong, but time, travel, and injuries had taken their toll. Our host numbered 58 as we marched from the camp. But with us marched Calentier's archers with bow and banner to shoot in another field. And of course, we were joined as well by our fourth company with all that was needed to ensure that no Calentier lacked for food, drink, or medical help. We were a joyous host, and our excitement rose in song as we marched to our destiny. The day's fighting was to be a resurrection battle, two hours long, but the only points being possession of certain objectives at the end of the time period. In such a battle, the first three quarters mean nothing. So as we prepared for the battle, General Ilya told the army that during the first part of the battle, we should fight with whatever you want. A voice rose from the crowd and said, Offhand single sword? Who could have such a thought? Who would even contemplate running into the combined might of Aitenvelt and Kaid, outnumbered two to one, with nothing but a fish bat in their hand? Only a madman, you might think, and you might well be right. But this particular madman was the guy who took his name from the father of the great Holy Roman Emperor Charlemagne. Oh, yes, students of history, Pepin. And his words arose in the ranks a laugh, just as you might expect at such a crazy suggestion. But our king, Donegal, heard the voice and had his own words to add. Can your body cash the check your mouth just wrote? <laughs> Suddenly, Pepin was bound to live up to his mad suggestion, to face the foe with nothing but a knife, no shield, no polearm, no spear, just a little knife. His joke was about to become a painful reality. Pepin looked around him, wondering if he would face this dread fate alone. Then he spotted a suitable victim, me. <laughs> Poor, gentle knight, old, wounded, tired, asleep under my scutum, waiting for the battle to get underway. <laughs> Pepin schemed, it didn't take long for him to come forth to trick me. Waking me up from my much-needed slumber, he said with a little Pepinish laugh, which should have been my first hint, I'm going to go offhand single sword. I looked at about what like you would expect. His words clearly had no rational meaning. Having been asleep, I missed the words he had spoken earlier, and of course the king's response. I simply thought that perhaps he'd been in the Aitenvelt sun way too long. Or maybe the dirt clogging our throats and noses had deprived his brain of much-needed oxygen. Then he repeated the words, and I realized that maybe, just maybe, he was serious. Then he spoke way more frightening words. Are you going to join me? <laughs> of course not, said the rational voice in my head. What kind of idiot would even consider that, I thought. But somehow what came out of my mouth was, okay. <laughs> my subconscious mind had leapt out and taken control. I hate it when that happens, but maybe I should be used to it by now. Some part of me could not back away from such a challenge. Some part of me could not admit this young punk feardman could do what my battered aged body could not. Some part of me realized that I was every bit as crazy as he was, and it sounded, in some sort of sick, twisted way, like fun. Minutes later, I heard from someone how Pepin was not exactly doing this of his own free will that he had been trapped by his own stupid words. Then I had a terrible thought that went something like this. Don't! I trapped myself as well. So I walked up to the nearest Huskarl. I said, there must be some way to share the pain. What one guy does is dumb. Two people do is crazy. What a bunch of people do is crazy, but fun. <laughs> the nearest Huskarl looked at me and I said, you're a Huskarl, right? And he said, of course. I said, you're dangerous with all weapon systems, right? Well, yeah. 
So, are you going to join us with Offhand Single Sword? What could he do but agree? I had him at that point. For the first time, I saw someone wonder if maybe, just maybe, they would have been better off if they had not been a Huskarl. So Pepper and I looked at each other and set off through the army, collecting. I targeted Huskarls with the same tested line, as well as other crazy, easily guilted, or easily led astray individuals. And our little force grew. What had once been a few crazy individuals was quickly becoming a mob. A rabble of crazed peasants with butcher knives and torches. Okay, we didn't have torches, but we really wanted them. <laughs> Just before the lay-on, we decided to march our little band off to the far left flank of the army. That way we could get around the foe and attempt to wreak havoc with our little knives. At least before we were slaughtered by pikes and pole arms. So we walked down the line, away from Kalantir. General Ilya looked around and said, what happened to my army? <laughs> 35 of us had left. More than half of his forces. A shieldman looking around saw us and came to join us, but we chased him away. Shields? Shields? We don't need no stinking shields. Mostly we were just afraid that he might make us look dangerous. <laughs> just before the lay-on, we were giddy with the realization of the slaughter to come. Dukes, counts, knights, huskarls, and feardmen reduced to a peasant mob. And we laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> the lay-on came and our advance at the run was punctuated by orders and shouts. Don't stop at spear range. Work in groups. Kill the oppressive nobles. No more taxes. The man is holding me down. Get him. And of course, the ever-present, ah! It was a glorious charge of the peasant rabble. What can words can describe that charge? Mad? Suicidal? Inspired? Perhaps just outrageously fun. We ran forward as a group and struck the lead man who was charging ahead of his Kaidan forces. A poor sword and shieldman who would outrun his friends. One of us jumped at him and like piranhas at the smell of blood, we all leapt on him. Our vicious teeth slashing and down he went. And the laughter of the peasants, mad with power, rose in the air. Suddenly I could see fear in the eyes of the next man in the Kaidan line. His spear was knocked aside, the pack of mad weasels leapt on him. Perhaps he killed one of us, but it hardly mattered, for we were an insane mob. And we laughed some more. The next several foemen slowed their advance, wondering, what the hell is this? Is that Kalantir? Where are the scutums? Hell, where are the poles and spears? But even as their brain processed these thoughts, our mob was upon them, a plague of locusts stripping a tree bare in moments. Yet more laughter filled the air. Insanity ran rampant. Then the first organized unit reached us. Fortunately for us, we were nothing more than a rabble. Single swords, what the hell? They tried to ignore us. Like wolves working at the edge of a herd of animals, we culled the stragglers. We slaughtered three and four of them, three or four of us on one. We kept on laughing. The fierce onslaught of the flow was driven into the shelter of the redoubt like a noble's guard driven for the fury of the peasant mob. Okay, maybe the redoubt was their goal all along, but my version's better. <laughs> the first ranks of the foe entered the redoubt. Crazed peasants leapt over the walls and fell upon the leaders like killer bees from the sky. Foes went down, but so did our poor peasants. More and more of our rabble ran around the backside of the redoubt and jumped over the wall to come at the back of the foe. Knives flashed over and over and shocked enemies fell to the earth thinking, I just died to a guy with a knife. A knife? How the hell did that happen? And where the hell did a peasant, insane peasant mob come from? And of course, 
Ah! These Kalan these Kalantiri are just crazy! As our fight continued, the lines began to solidify, making it harder and harder for poor knife wielders to reach the foe. But we laughed and we died and we rezzed, and we laughed and we swarmed and we died again. But for those first few minutes, early in the battle, we were glorious. A glorious peasant rabble. Thanks, Pepin. 